0: What is going on this lovely Thursday, my people? Hopefully this podcast gets you through the last two days of your work week. Here we go, here we go. I have Aaliyah Bowen on. She grew up with me playing hockey here for the Junior Sharks, and then her and I parted ways for a little bit and happened to both move back to California at the same time, And then we ended up both applying for the same job at the Sharks, which had us reconnecting. And I am so freaking thankful that I reconnected with this girl. She is such a light in my life. She's the funnest person on the planet. Absolutely the best person ever to go out with and to have by your side no matter what. Listen to her talk about having to carry a hockey bag through the BART station from San Francisco to wherever. Let's talk about her experience at Lindenwood and how it didn't exactly go as she expected. We talk about also when girls do move away to pursue their career in a different location. How does that affect their hometown and the other girls in their age group and at their club And how can we make that better and support our hometown while supporting ourselves or, you know, make it feasible for both parties to profit at once. Also, another plus to having Aaliyah on the show and why I wanted to get her on the podcast ASAP is because Aaliyah is going to be working with me for Tour Day Force. I am so, so, so hyped to have her on my team We also have two other people that are pairing up with us, but I'm going to reveal them as they get to do their interview. They can all have their own moment to shine, and they all deserve it because they're just wonderful people, and I'm really excited to have them by my side helping me with the project that I'm so passionate about. Each of them has their own strong suit that I think will really they'll be able to bring a lot to the table. So here's our first, or I guess I would be the first, but here is the second employee to tour day fours, Aaliyah Bowen. Hey, hello. Hey, girly. How are you?
1: Uh, I'm about to watch the, the Hawks game right now.
0: Oh, are you? Yeah. Nice.
1: Yeah, have you been watching any of it?
0: I watched some this weekend, realized I'm in love with the Rangers goalie, he's beautiful.
1: Oh yeah, Henrik <laughs> Lundqvist, do you think that's it? <laughs> old as fuck, but yeah. such big. Yeah, so beautiful. so beautiful. I think he's like the NHL's like hottest player, I swear, he's so good
0: looking. I believe like, it. Like
1: 45 year old man. <laughs>
0: Anyway, he doesn't look like a hockey player. He looks like a guy that should be on Wall Street in a suit and a tie.
1: Oh, yeah, totally. (laughs) (laughs) Alright. What are we interviewing me about?
0: Everything. Leah, I want you to tell me about your whole life.
1: What? (laughs) I'm not prepared for that.
0: Get ready. Oh, God. While you eat a bag of chips.
1: <laughs> <laughs> a, I'll be eating a spicy sandwich here in a hot second. Beautiful, well, thank you. <laughs>
0: Where are you at home?
1: I'm at my cousin's house.
0: Where's that? It's
1: in Santa Clara. It's
0: okay. Oh nice.
1: Yeah.
0: I miss you. <laughs> I, I know. Freaking I you too. Haven't seen you in so long.
1: Dude, I know. It's been it's been forever. I just feel How are you? What have you been up to?
0: I'm good. Been living my best life.
1: Yeah, it looks like I, did you get my email today?
0: Yeah, I did. I just read it. Thank you. And I like the picture. It's cute.
1: It has an acorn down at the bottom, but I cropped it out.
0: (laughs) An acorn?
1: I was like, I was like holding an acorn.
0: Oh, okay.
1: Yeah. But I figured professional was a better look Yeah, <laughs> holding an acorn. <laughs> so you want to hear about my life? That's
0: so scary, man. Yeah, I do, but you can't eat while you do it. Or at least you can't crinkle the bag. Pour some chips onto a plate and, like, pull them out loud. Okay, I'll just not eat right <laughs> Game <laughs> face. Here we go. Oh, man. How did you get into hockey?
1: Actually, I got into hockey... Because my cousins.
0: (laughs) The ones that you're with? Yeah.
1: They they played hockey, and my uncle played hockey, and then that got my brother to start playing hockey, and then, no, I met my brother. And then I would just be around the rink, and I got, like, a bunch of hand-me-down skates from, like, one of the coaches, and then I just started skating. Yeah, and that was roller hockey. That wasn't ice hockey. Even though we were like watching and being Sharks fans, we never just thought of ice hockey. It was more roller. We were like a, a roller family.
0: So what was the transition to, hockey, to ice hockey then?
1: The boys were getting a lot bigger and a lot more physical. And there was better college opportunities if I decided I wanted to go with ice hockey. So I made the transition when I was playing travel roller. And I was doing that, and then I did my first year of Junior Sharks, girls, which I think was your, I don't know, third or fourth year probably, and I just joined the team.
0: I can't remember. I feel like you, Emily, and Skylar kind of all joined at the same time, right?
1: Yeah, Emily joined a year later than me.
0: Okay, that's right.
1: She was still playing roller, and then she made the jump as well. (laughs) (laughs)
0: You well, best <laughs> <laughs> so you still play a roller, right?
1: Every once in a while, I don't play nearly as much as I used to play, but from time to time, I will dabble.
0: Oh, I thought you told me that you were playing at Dolores Park.
1: Yeah, <laughs> I was. Yeah, on Sundays with with one of my friends, and it was, it's not like anything crazy, it was just like sticks, gates gloves, a helmet with, like, a bunch of people, like, a bunch of, like, older people on the tennis courts.
0: It <laughs> sounds, like, fun to me, honestly. That's, like, the same thing that I do with my friends. It's, like, just at a middle school playing around on the basketball court.
1: Yeah, exactly. It's just, like, a good time uh, in the morning after, after a long night. You wake up in the morning and <laughs> you... Ready to play some <laughs> bad hockey.
0: So you live in San Francisco. I remember you telling me about, like, having to take your bag on a bus. And you're like, it's the worst.
1: Oh, it's absolutely the worst. So I would take my hockey bag from my apartment. I'd take two buses. And then I'd take, uh, like, a it's called the K-Line, which is just, like, an underground bus system, essentially i take it during prime time when people are getting off of work, and I'd just be, like, massive bag with me, a hockey stick, just, like, hanging out like, in, the, in the bus, um, and I'd get, like, crazy looks all the time. But I think the worst part about it was, like, the ride home because, I don't know, I'm weird. I don't take showers after I play hockey, like, at the <laughs> rink. So <laughs> I was just, like, to take a convenient shower at home and so I would just like smell up the entire thing it was just absolutely a hassle and people would get so angry because there's not a lot of room on buses so you just get like cramped (laughs) with like a massive bag I think I get crazy looks all the time
0: that's so funny I think it's kind of hard for girls to shower at rinks like until I went to college I, we always had to share, like, bathrooms with two locker rooms, and then you always yeah. had guys going in and out, and there's no doors on these showers or anything. So it's like, yeah, how, I don't know. I've never really been in a position except for college where I could actually, like, go in and shower without having to worry about a dude walking in.
1: Yeah, I think college was probably the first time that I showered <laughs> <laughs> in a <the> locker
0: room. <laughs> how would you like playing Junior Sharks?
1: Honestly, Junior Sharks was super rad. I really enjoyed the girls that I met. I also really enjoyed the places that we got to go. It really felt more like a sisterhood than like a team. I think we, I don't know, we bonded over like so many crazy things. It was such a cool age, too, because we did, I think I was 14 when I started Junior Sharks. So that age from like being 14 to growing up till I was, like, 19, I believe, was just formative years, you know? We would just all be together. We did crazy things, and I loved Junior Sharks. I wouldn't take it away for anything. What was crazy about my Junior Sharks experience, though, I guess, with being from San Jose, there's not a lot of, like, opportunity for girls. There's not many girls at all, like, in the sport. It's kind of like grabbing for girls. And so... We didn't have enough girls to make a team, and my, I believe it was my senior year of high school, I went down to L.A. to play, so I had to go down every weekend for games and tournaments, and that was just brutal.
0: I am so happy you touched on that. I was wondering, what is it like, because all... Yeah, I'm pretty sure, actually, all of the girls that I've spoken to so far have hit the age of, like, 14 or something similar and moved away to pursue their hockey career. But how does that affect the people that stay home and that, like, per se, like, don't have the opportunity to move away?
1: I think it it affects them pretty largely. Some of your key girls, let's say, like, our old team, you and Emma and, like... Lila, when you guys all left to go to different schools, that was like a, a big chunk of our team almost, and it was like a lot of core players. So I also, I think it was hard to adjust to find a new groove and then try to find new girls as well for the team. But it was also allowing other girls who didn't get like a big ice time, a lot of time to shine, which I think was important and allowed other coaches and people to see you play. Um, but I also think for younger girls who we had to pull up, if we did pull up girls in a different age bracket, I think it was a really cool experience for them to be able to see how, what they'll be in next time kind of thing. Um, I know my first year of Junior Sharks, I was 14, but we played U16. So we were playing with girls two years older than us. Our team was filled with 14... Fifteen year olds, sixteen year olds. It was really wild.
0: It's kinda of wild. I just interviewed Leela and I kind of forgot that she was so much younger than us. It just went over my head because I'm like, Well, I grew up playing with her. I didn't even think how young she was.
1: Exactly, yeah. And and like but I also think that brings like a cool element seeing those girls thrive at such a young age. Mm-hmm go places like Leela is now playing what in the women's
0: yeah she's playing league. pro she's a badass yeah, bitch. <laughs> she's so
1: sick I wish that was me <laughs>
0: <laughs> but you guys ended up doing a merger with the ducks right
1: yes we did so I think we did I think we had like six girls
0: from mm-hmm.
1: the San Jose team drive down to LA every weekend for the ducks and that was a crazy dynamic just because being a junior shark and then your rival is the lady ducks kind of it's your next california team so having to then mesh with them was really weird (laughs) i just felt like nobody liked each other it was a very segregated experience our line was called the san jose line and it was only the san jose players they didn't even mix to, like, see different, like, playing patterns or anything like that.
0: Ooh, so who was your coach?
1: Coach Barkley? Or I don't even remember his name.
0: I don't know who that is, yeah. but that seems odd to me.
1: Yeah, he was more interested in his barbecue business. <laughs> oh.
0: <laughs> well, do you think there's a way to solve that problem? Uh, I don't even know, of, like, maybe just growing the sport so that way there is enough girls to pick from or growing the team in your hometown so it's strong enough that no one wants to leave.
1: I'm not really sure. You know, I think the Sharks, at least from my experience, did a really great job with the community service kind of thing we did. It was like the girls give hockey a try. Mm-hmm brought in a bunch more girls who I think went through the tube and then started playing Junior Sharks or just started playing House League and were able to then move up. But I think, yeah, just getting the word out is probably the most important and, like, useful way. I know San Jose hockey is getting a lot bigger right now. Mm -hmm. And I try to, like, tell all the kids. So I work with kids. And I always try to tell the kids, go play hockey. Girls, you can do it. <laughs> so, I don't know. I, I think what you're doing here at the Tour de Force is going to be absolutely awesome for girls and just the hockey like community in general.
0: I hope so. And now that you're doing it, too, <laughs> it's going to be even better.
1: I hope. Try to add a little spice to it.
0: <laughs> I'm really, really excited. That everyone is joining in. It's hard for me to have enough time to do everything that I want to do. And at the rate that I'm growing it solely by myself, it's fine. But I think it it amplifies it a lot now that I have some help. And I'm excited that you guys are passionate about it also.
1: Yeah, I'm so stoked. I love seeing my friends start new adventures and are so stoked on them. So, like, when you brought it up, I've just been, like, so gung-ho for you. Yeah. I'm, like... So excited!
0: So, how did you enjoy your time at Lindenwood? It was.
1: It was, <laughs> it was a well. <laughs> it was an interesting experience. One because I completely thought I was going to a different university. I <laughs> what? <laughs> oh, what the heck? Do me. <laughs> <laughs> so I went to like the sister school which is no longer a school anymore. Okay. I went to Lindenwood Belleville, which is a very small, I think they converted a high school into a college. So I think it had like less than 2000 people. It was tiny. So everyone knew everyone, which was cool and then not cool at times because everyone knew everything. And then it was a school that I felt was strictly for sports And that's the only reason that I went was for hockey. And it was like a little kid in a candy shop. I was so thrilled that I had this dream since I was little to play college hockey. And I was able to obtain it. And I thought nothing could bring that high down. And then we got to nationals. And I had played every single game up until nationals. And my coach sat me for all of nationals. And... It was just kind of like a dagger to the heart. Mm -hmm. I lost all my confidence. I didn't get a reason why she did it. I didn't... Yeah, I didn't get any, any, like, anything about why or how and if I was going to play next season. And it just kind of broke my heart, broke my spirits. I've never had, like, a passion taken away like that. And I... I think it's because I put all my eggs in that basket. It was like, that that's all I have. That's all I want to do. And I left California to a whole new state where I knew nobody, and that's the only thing I had. So for it to be kind of just taken away really, really was a bummer and kind of just took my whole college experience out because I didn't feel comfortable going back.
0: Did you come home for the summer and then decide while you were home, like, I'm, there's no way I'm getting on a plane and going back?
1: Yeah, so I, I, yeah, the summertime was when I decided I wasn't coming back, but I also, like, throughout the year, I got really homesick, so (laughs) I would, I drove my car, I would drive my car from Illinois to Colorado with my whole house packed, And then I'd call my mom and be like, oh, like, I'm only 15 hours away. Like, get ready. And they're like, turn around. You're going back. So I drove back to Illinois.
0: Oh, my goodness. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, my God, Aliyah.
1: Probably, like, the most irrational person there is.
0: (laughs) Yes and no. I think – College is such a temporary thing, and it's such a unique experience that if you're that unhappy, I think it's really good that you got out. And you seem so stoked in San Francisco.
1: I am so stoked in San Francisco. It's brought me all that joy back, and it's gotten me to be passionate about hockey again just because we did the Sharks. That was like a huge step for me, honestly, because... Before that, I hadn't put on my skates for probably a year and a half. So being able to get out there and and do it with you and Emily was just everything that I needed to bring back that passion. So thank you.
0: (laughs) (laughs) No, there are teams that you click with more than others, at least for myself. I can only speak for myself. Out of all the teams I've ever played for, the Junior Sharks, those girls, you guys are who I clicked with the best. And I don't know if it's because I stayed with you guys the longest. I was there from the time that I was, like, 8 until I was, like, 16 or 15, something like that. So, like, you guys were around the longest. And, like, you saw me when I was in middle school. So I just (laughs) felt so comfortable with you guys because you saw me at my worst. (laughs) Right?
1: Oh, my gosh. No, I, I completely agree. I do have to say, though, my friends that I made at Lintonwood are awesome people. I think they are great people. Some of them are amazing hockey players and even more amazing people. So I don't want to discount that on the girls that I, that I met are, mm-hmm. aren't what I expected, but I do absolutely agree that the junior sharks, it was a family, absolutely. And I still like think of all of those girls on that team as my family. And I love when we all get together and shoot the shit and go for drinks and Mm -hmm. talk about our glory days
0: (laughs) (laughs) love it so you're a kinesiology major i am and you want to go into physical therapy what draws you towards that
1: i really love injuries (laughs) (laughs) i think it's fascinating that your body can like rehabilitate itself Mm -hmm. essentially you can break a bone, and it may not heal exactly the way it was before, but it's a functionable movement, and and you can adapt to your situations. But the main reason that I wanted to do physical therapy was because of my stepsister, and my stepsister was hit by a car and has been in a, le- been in a coma for about eight and a half years now. And so we would have in-house physical therapists come in and I would be able to work with those physical therapists and just having them take the time out to like help someone else is really what I loved about it. And it doesn't even have to do with sports or anything like that. It's just like the human contact between you and another person and the rehabilitation process. So that's why I would become a physical therapist. Granted, I would love To be a sports physical therapist and work for some teams, I think would just be probably a phenomenal experience. Not to like mention how beautiful most of the men are.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Oh my.
1: Yes, that's a plus.
0: (laughs) Love it. Whatever motivates you. No, I think, I think what you said prior to that is really powerful and that you've learned so much and were able to find inspiration from a situation. Yeah.
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah. I'm I'm really stoked. I'm I'm graduating this next semester. It's taken me a little bit longer to graduate because of some circumstances, but ultimately that is like the dream job for me. I'm really I'm really stoked about it.
0: I have faith in you. I think you'll find that perfect job for you.
1: And you'll get free physical therapy whenever you get injured. So hit me up.
0: Fuck yeah. (laughs) I'm keeping (laughs) you around.
1: (laughs) That shit's expensive. Oh,
0: I'm so lucky. I have not had to deal with that too much. I bet it is expensive.
1: It's really expensive. But I think it's a really cool thing. And with all the technology that's coming out for, like, rehab, it it's like a new and upcoming career i feel like it's getting more and more popular or at least just the kinesiology major in general i don't remember as a kid really hearing about kinesiology majors ever so i've been now more and more hearing about how how much the major is growing and i also think with a kinesiology degree there's so many avenues that you can go down pt personal trainer Occupational therapist, like a PA, physician's assistant, like there's so many options that I'm able to cruise down and then I also think there's a bunch of concentrated parts that you can stick with and
0: definitely a good avenue to take. So I read this kind of, kind of totally random, but I read this article today and I haven't been able to get it out of my head and it was just talking about how Junior players want to get paid. Do you think that junior players should get paid?
1: I don't know. I think so. You think so? Yeah, why not?
0: So my next question to that is the major juniors in Canada, they pay them. But then the, the like, uh, I don't even know what to call it. The struggle after that is if you get paid – playing hockey are considered professional so then you can't play college hockey so they would have to then break that rule or pay college players also
1: oh, okay it's like the what is that ncaa Their like ruling essentially says like you can't pay
0: yeah you can't be a professional player you can only be an amateur and their line that like determines between amateur and professional is if you get played paid doing the sport that you play.
1: Yeah, it's a long road. I just, I don't know. I feel like juniors, you're so close to, like, being able to play Mm -hmm. professionally that there should be some compensation, at least. Mm -hmm. Granted, compensation, I guess, is, like, your free gear and your free sticks and, like, who you're sponsored by, but I don't know. I don't know either. That's a tough question, yeah. I felt like, yeah, definitely, because you want to get paid, right? You're playing a sport. You're you're almost to the show.
0: Yeah, especially if you're in, like, the USHL or, like, the WHL. You're like, wow, these guys are, like, pretty good. Like, they're on the border to being pro anyways. Yeah. Yeah.
1: How does Tyler feel about it? Because didn't he play juniors?
0: He played juniors. And I don't know, I haven't seen him yet since I read this article, so I will definitely pick his brain about it. Yeah. I know a lot of people from Canada, that's like a ma- oh, I'm going to fuck up the acronym because there's so many of these, but I think it's like the the OJ, or yeah, I'm pretty sure it's the OJ in Canada where they pay their players, and yes. I know a lot of people that ended up going to college said that they just had to avoid that league. Or I think like opt out of getting paid to be able to go and then even then like the NCAA still comes after them if you like opt out of being paid. I just feel like, uh, like
1: I had it on the tip of my tongue. It's gone. Uh, let's go to the next one. And it'll come back to me. <laughs>
0: what are you most excited to help out with with tour day force do you want to do a podcast or I know you're excited to do like uh, merchandise design and stuff yeah
1: I'm excited to do merchandise design I would love to co-host a podcast with
0: you <laughs> yes yeah, see I want someone to co-host with me it's just hard with scheduling because I do the intros and I'm literally sitting in my room like talking on my phone by myself and it sounds I listen to it back and it sounds so monotone to me and I was like if I have someone else's energy to buzz off of it's so nice No, yeah I crack a, crack a couple <laughs> cold ones and just get loose with it
1: absolutely are you yes. kidding yes <laughs> Um, no, yeah, I'm so stoked that I get the opportunity to help you in, like, any way that I can, wherever you need me. Honestly, I'm, I would love to help with merchandising. I'd like to think that I'm a pretty fashionable person.
0: You are.
1: (laughs) And I think almost designing clothes is something that I'm really passionate about. I've, like, told my mom before, because my mom and I are best friends, that, (laughs) I almost wish I went to fashion school just so that like, it's, it's one of those other passions of mine. So being able to help you with merchandise I think is awesome. I think we'll create some really cool things. And a podcast would be fun just cause we laugh at literally everything. So <laughs> <laughs> I really feel like <laughs> we got a good thing going.
0: Baby. Yeah, we will. <laughs>
1: I don't know. I'm really excited. Are you, like, excited with, like, where things are going?
0: Yeah, I am. I really, really am.
1: Yeah, I think you should be. I have, like, some, like, event things that I think would be really cool that we could put in the works. Like, you know the booths that we'd always see at tournaments? Yeah. Having a booth and just, like, chatting with different people and, like, different, like, walks of life would be really awesome and like getting that word out there and then you could also just put out your merchandise you know girls girls and guys will buy it it's it's sick
0: yeah I'm excited that's a good idea that's why I have you guys to help me so we can (laughs) think of many many things (laughs) is there anything else about your hockey experience that you would want to share
1: yeah I guess just something that's not talked about a lot which kind of goes back to my semi good semi bad like experience of playing college Mm -hmm. is really cherish all of the moments that you have in hockey because hockey as great of a sport as it is in like a community a lot of the time you're not prepared for what's afterwards after you've spent 18 plus years playing a sport and then you're just kind of left in the real world to figure it out without that sport. Because if you're not making it to the NHL or just even where Lila is right now with like the national league that she's in, it's it's kind of like a it's a big blow.
0: It is, yeah.
1: So if if there's one thing to take, I think it's like cherish all the moments and have fun with it. It's it's a great sport. It. We're very privileged to even be in the sport. It's, at least I think I'm very privileged to be in the sport. My family doesn't have loads and loads of money, and so being able to have the means and the travel funds to get to and from places means the world, so absolutely don't take it for granted.
0: I love that. That is a great way to end it. (laughs) (laughs) Hey! He's a bomb.
1: Dude, I want to sound like straight
0: dumpster fire. I hate my recorded voice. (laughs) Oh, no, I hate my voice, too.